Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It is Monday, September 11th. Mm-hmm. So all the yay goes away. <laughs> um, it is uh, Never Forget Day. Um, it is. It is Never Forget Day. I will never forget where I was on September 11th. I was in my dorm room. And uh, my mother called me and it was like 9 a.m. And it's like, why are you calling me? And I named <laughs> And uh, she was like, turn on the TV, turn on the TV. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm like, what? And then we turn on the TV in that exact moment. My sweet mate, Ronnie from Road Rules, came and ran in and... Um, from Road Rules? What? We to, that's the aside we got to go back to. Shout go out ahead. to Ronnie Martin. That was my <laughs> college suite mate my junior year. Um, and so Ronnie comes in and turns on the TV. And so it's me, Ronnie, Adrian watching. And we're literally watching TV when we see the second plane hit the building. And we all screamed. And Takia actually had come in, was like standing in the doorway. And she literally just like didn't about face went in the room and within maybe six minutes was walking out the door and was like I'm going to the Bronx and what? we were like wait but but and she was like I'm out and sure enough 20 minutes later they closed our campus so she just made it off campus because she was like I gotta go to my mother so then everyone at my school like we all went to the performing arts center which is like our auditorium thing and everyone we, we had to listen to like a debriefing and they closed the campus and a lot of people like it's a commuter school in many for pe- a lot of people, so they couldn't get back to the city. So it was the most that anyone had ever been on our campus, like at one time. People couldn't reach their parents because like cell towers weren't working. But my phone worked. I had a Sprint cell phone. I was the only person, like one of very few whose phones was working. And literally I kept Sprint to till it became T-Mobile simply because during the biggest disaster I had ever experienced, my phone worked. No one else's did. They'll so. put you in a uh, phone commercial after that story. Right. <laughs> so. The proof that the 5G works. <laughs> the 5G. I think it was like maybe 2G. I don't, maybe, it might have been G-less um, back then. <laughs> but that was also a crazy night because everyone thought the world was ending. I think I made out with like three people. I won two rap oh. battles. Like I made up with like three people that I ended up. Once once we realized there was no more danger, we didn't like each other again. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's over. A, it was a it was a wild time, but um, you know, it's it's also wild that that was that Rudy Giuliani was the mayor at that time, and he was considered oh, yes. America's mayor because of him, I guess, quote unquote, handling it. And now here he is embroiled in scandal and legal bills that he can't pay because Trump won't help him. Ba-dum-bum. So 
there's that. It's also, by the way, National Make Your Bed Day. Very important. I'm very, very big, very big believer in the making of the bed. I got a new bed this weekend. Um, Me too. That's crazy. Yes. New beds. Uh, and uh, yeah, old relationship, new bed. See how that works? Get that out of here. Oh. You can't <laughs> just sage. Sense. Sage isn't enough. Sage isn't <laughs> enough. You got to you gotta just, if you can, if you can, you got to just switch it all the way up. What do we have coming up today on the show? Well, somebody who's waking up in their bed feeling good is Coco Golf. So we got to talk about... You know, it's uh, so funny you say that because... I really wondered, like, just in her particular instance, I don't know why I've, I never thought about this before, but with her, I'm just like, what is it like waking up the next morning for her? You like, because I'm good. sleeping with the trophy. <laughs> you definitely have to sleep with the trophy. Um, so we talk about the U.S. Open because you were there um, last week, Amanda. Also, what rapper totally disrespected Big Daddy Kane during the 50 years mm. of hip-hop celebration? We got to talk about that. And we got the big up letdown. People are acting crazy in Houston, Amanda. So we're going to talk about what's going on in Houston with some bricks and some crazy people. And this hour, we're going to talk about 60-second headlines. Plus, can President Joe Biden ride boring to the re-election? People want to know. We're going to break that down for you guys. Also, Tiffany Haddish is explaining one reason actors are still striking. All that's coming up. All right, y'all. Right here on the Amanda Seal Show. It's a Monday, September 11th. Our phone lines are open. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here at the Amanda Seal Show. show it's amanda seals and it's time for some black urine news um so a lot of people seem to have strong feelings about joe biden which is weird to me because i don't feel like he's someone that invokes strong feelings i feel like he's kind of like just like a white man um, joe biden. <laughs> voting for joe biden was less about voting for joe biden as as and more about voting against donald trump and i know we right. have people who say things like well i don't want to vote for the lesser of two evil and i i really feel like you all who say that are living in a delusional land where you <laughs> think that things are like fair and you think that things are somehow like as they should be and you think that we're like really close to things being how they should be and right. we're not like we're not close to that. Like there's an electoral college that has to be dealt with. There's a corrupt Supreme Court that has to be dealt with. There is mm-hmm. a fascist extremist white nationalist government that has like really taken hold and taken a foothold that has also rallied an entire constituency around them. Like there's a lot of steps that, right. that need to get taken before things are like as they should be. So it's odd to me when people are trying to like come from this place of like, I want things to be how they should be. And it's like, like, not there yet. yes, but there's where there there's where things should be. And then there's where we are. And there's a certain mm-hmm. level of realism around where we are. And it's still about strategy. And the reason why things continue to be as they are is because them, them people been on strategy mm-hmm. like for a while. OK, and the thing that has shifted, I think, a lot within that time is that Democrats, by and large, were very centrist. It was like Republicans and Democrats were were a lot closer in relationship than I feel like they are now. And I know right. some people will be like, no, Republicans, and Democrats are the same. And I'm like, whatever, that's just not factual. And I, I, I don't care to have that conversation anymore. <laughs> but what's weird to me is how like people are like, well, say, like there's reporters, there's journalists. Well, I saw an article that said, can Joe Biden ride boring to reelection? Mm-hmm. And that apparently people are just kind of like nonplussed about him. And mm-hmm. that they wanted him to be more 
I don't know, like eruptive or whatever, which is odd to me because it was like he was never going to be that. He is never that. He has never been that. Like, right. he just needed to not make things worse. <laughs> right, right. Like, that was the goal because we that know that we're Trump to be elected. Things would get substantially worse, like mm-hmm. exponentially worse. And anyone who doesn't believe that are your enemies. Um, and that's just that. So I'm just like, okay, let's talk about some of the things Joe Biden has done. Now they are not sensational <laughs> as like getting indicted with 91 no. indictments, right? You know, no. like they're not as sensational as like burying your ex-wife on your golf course and then letting no. her grave get overgrown. They're not sensational as like, I don't know, hanging out with Kanye West and like a known Nazi. You know what I'm saying? So like it doesn't yeah. make headlines. It doesn't get the clicks that, that, that people want, but I'll just really quickly run, run through them. Okay. So apparently he has created millions of jobs. More people are working now than at any point in American history, according okay. to the, the words and the things. More people now have health insurance than ever before. Over 16 million people enrolled under the Affordable Care Act. This is the highest number ever during an open enrollment period. He's buy, he's invested in cleaner forms of energy um, through the American Rescue Plan. He rescued the economy and changed the course of the pandemic. Over 16 million households are now receiving lower cost or high free, or I mean, a free high speed internet through the Affordable Connectivity Program. There's historic expansion of benefits and services for toxic exposed veterans through the PACT Act. Um, there's protected marriage for LGBTQIA plus and the interracial couples through the Respect for Marriage Act. There's also mm-hmm. the CHIP Act. Um, I mean, there's there's also a lot like, of heat. A lot of acts. <laughs> then people will say like, well, why didn't he do more in the first two years? Why didn't, why didn't, why didn't, why didn't, why didn't? And I just want to say like, I feel like boring is exactly what we need right now mm-hmm. because there's a lot of things that need tending to. Um, and I will take boring on a sliding scale of like extreme white nationalist fascist and boring. I'm going to take boring. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, don't make it worse. Way more than I'm gonna take. I know you gonna make it worse. Right, 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 right. Because people are like, he didn't make America better, and I'm like, but he didn't make it worse. <laughs> and there's something to be said for that. Uh, we'll talk more about this when we get back because I actually want to stay on this. So keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. I was talking about Joe Biden last break because Joe Biden is not like a very like exciting president. And I guess, you know, when we think of exciting presidents, like who comes to mind for you? If you think of like an exciting president, cause I know mine. <laughs> exciting. I mean, I feel like it's okay. It's hard for me. The one I could think of in my lifetime would be Barack quick, Obama. Quick, quick, quick. He's, he's not even that exciting. Yes. He's exciting because he's black. So there was like <laughs> things, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like there were like things there. Okay. So like John F. Kennedy, it was like, he's going civil rights it up. And like he's dealing with civil rights. Right. And then he's possibly having a affair with Marilyn Monroe. Like there's uh, this like okay. stuff. <laughs> right. There's stuff. Right. Like even for all intents and purposes, Bill Clinton. Like when I say exciting, I mean, like they were charismatic. Like there was scandal. Okay. like okay. there was stuff. Gotcha. Even George Bush was like, let's have a war. <laughs> you got let's real loud. 
So like with with Biden, I feel like folks are like, well, you know, he didn't do nothing for this country, which I think that it's not fair to say that. I do think that there are things mm-hmm. that he's done that weren't my favorite, you know, adding more money to police, also mm-hmm. adding more money to the war effort. Like, of course, these things are problematic. They're not any different than presidents who have come before, by the way. Um, right. But we're be- we're getting into we're very close to a year out from the election. So you're going to hear a lot more conversation from me, especially I just did the documentary in Amanda. We trust. Please go to Trust dot com to check it out and get more insight into all of this political stuff. But ultimately, I just wanted to bring home the fact that, like, you know how y'all be liking the bad boys. Mm hmm. Right. Like folks be loved like they love to date the, 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 the bad dudes. They love to date them. But when you get grown, you be like, man, boring sound like some real. <laughs> that sound like something I'm trying to get into. I'm trying to get into some boring. Uh, uh, get me a boring dude. That's how I right. feel about a president right now. We deserve boring. We deserve just I don't even need you to, to do much. Just don't do that. So just clock in. Just clock in. That's it. Clock in. Don't throw things too crazy, you know, fugazi, loco with dough, and um, and that'll be good. Now, we were going to talk about Tiffany Haddish, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Because uh, guess what? <laughs> the actor strike is still going to be going on. <laughs> All right. So we'll get back to you with that. Uh, next up, we got 60 Second Headlines right here on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to catch you up on 60-second headlines. Jeremiah, like the Bible, let them know what it is. All right, first up, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who is 83 years old, has announced that she will run for re-election in the U.S. House next November. Oh, my God. Like, why why won't these people just leave? It's so hard to say goodbye. Hit the road, Jack. Oh, Don't no. come back. Like, get out. <laughs> she coming Mentor back. Mentor somebody. <laughs> they don't want to sit by that. Like, go get, go to your house in the Hamptons and hang out. That's too, that's too much like, right. Also, 50 Cent said he fired his entire audio team after throwing a broken mic and hitting an audience member. So all these people got fired because he got frustrated. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand, but the second part, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> No, that was you, player. Also, former Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio has been sentenced to 22 years in prison from his link to the rioting at the U.S. Capitol in the 2021 insurrection. The reason why this is news is because you heard his name, Enrique Tarrio. Mm. And when you look at him, he looked like Enrique Tarrio. <laughs> and then they'd be wondering, why did I get more time than anybody else? Because you was always Enrique Tarrio to them. Right. Also, congratulations are once again to Coach Deion Sanders. His Colorado Buffalo beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers over the weekend, 36 to 14. Still making headlines, still making waves, and apparently set a record for, uh, set a new like TV viewing record for college mm-hmm. football games, which is mm-hmm. huge. Again, this is prime time. Man, the man's nickname was prime time. It was. Also, last but not least, <laughs> new court filings show that the 19 defendants in the election interference case in Fulton County, Georgia, have all pled what not guilty and waived their arraignments. You see, this is my problem. Come and stand on your thing, man. Come and stand <laughs> on it. No, they all said, you know what? We're not going to come. We're going to formally enter a not guilty plea through the crib, from the crib. And uh, that's that. One thing I did read, though, is that Fonnie Willis, the DA, she is officially filed for protections for all the jurors. 
And that mm. even though this will be, uh, even though this case will be televised, that mm. they are not allowed to show any of the jurors. They are not allowed to be any reporting on any of the jurors. There aren't allowed to be any descriptions of any of the jurors. And also the jurors are also going to not be allowed to provide any, I mean, this we all know that they're not supposed to do this, but they're not allowed to pro- provide any descriptors about themselves either. So this is all to preserve the jurors. And um, remember, when it comes to these types of cases, they pull in from the same jury pool. Like, don't mm-hmm. think that they have like a diff. Like, it's not like they have like, oh, this is the jury for higher level cases. No, it's still a jury of your peers. Right. When you go to your, uh, your, your uh, what's it called? Jury, your duty. jury duty. They might mm-hmm. be like, hey, this is the one you like. Oh, man. I want that one. Jury duty of a century. <laughs> Those are your 60 second headlines, y'all. Coming up, we're going to go to the phone line. So make sure you call us up. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals here. Jeremiah, like the Bible, please tell them where they can go if they miss anything. Well, they miss anything during the show, they can always check out our daily podcast. They it's can go to wherever- hell. No, they can go somewhere <laughs> It's available wherever you get your podcast. So yeah, check that out. <laughs> There you go. Because it sounded like when I said, let me t- tell them where they could go. Tell them where they could go. <laughs> yeah, you can go to wherever you get your podcast, y'all. We're right there. Okay. We're right there. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We'll see that. Hey, Amanda Seals and Jeremiah, like the Bible. I was calling about the R&B band situation, and I think that it might be a little bit in this age, but my favorite R&B is like back in the early 90s, H-Town, Jodeci, somebody rocking, knocking my boots, that, oh, yeah, nowadays they don't have no, oh, yeah. Mm-mm. He's not wrong. Not. There is no, yeah. No. There also we did aren't a smart like black show. Well, that that <laughs> built me in. insane. No one's singing. Right. They all doing melody like they all like that's the most you're gonna get. It's all kind of like it's all like Janelle Monae. Like everyone's just vibing. You know, they're just vibing. Mm-hmm. They're vibing. But I, we did a um, we did a smart funny in black in Chicago once and there was we did we pulled someone from the audience and mm. they had to do their set their their buzzers just like we do on Fridays. Right. And this girl's buzzer was <laughs> now that's a long buzzer. From knocking the boots. <laughs> yo and we had to wait every time she'd be like <laughs> You need breath control for that. Yes. 
Well, I miss R&B from the 90s. I listen. I, I mean, I really am a 90s R&B fanatic. It's very serious. And uh, it was a time. So shout out to all of my 90s R&B fanatics as well. We got more show for you when we get back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show because we're going to talk about Coco Golf and mm-hmm. how she went off at the U.S. Open. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Happy birthday. If you're celebrating your birthday today, it's uh, Taraji P. Henson's birthday. Ludacris is also the birthday. Uh, this is also when Jay-Z dropped the blueprint. I remember he dropped it the same day as the uh, 9-11. Yeah. Really? I remember that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot happening. Um, also, just a side note, New York Fashion Week is this week. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the people have been serving Luke's. Um, spelled L-E-W-K-S. <laughs> um, have you seen anything that, that like, caught your eye? I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I have seen people, like, going to, like, shows. I haven't seen, like, any, like, standout, like, moments in fashion this week yet. But the week is still, I've seen. You know. a, I've seen a lot of people trying. Oh. But I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything that made me be like, <laughs> okay. That's but even worse. You saw this I mean, this is coming from someone look. who's sitting at home, but... You know, we're we're the best critics, the right. at homers. So shout out to us. Um, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we got to talk about the U.S. Open because you were there live and in person. Yeah, I was there. So that means you were like almost like six degrees, sep- not even six degrees sep- separation, one degree of separation from Coco Golf, who made history over the week. Uh, we're gonna talk about that. Plus the big up let down. There's a man in Houston that with the brick and it's a lot Amanda we're gonna unpack it though for the let down it's a lot I'm disappointed I'm really disappointed in this story <sighs> you Negro know side. the let down isn't even gonna go to him it's gonna go to the dudes that was there right fair yeah our big up let down today is gonna be about black men in proximity Okay, mm. so keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can get it wherever you get your daily podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast. This week, we had uh, internet influencer and um, intellectual Lene Vani, and she stopped by to do side effects of Park a Lot Pimpin'. You know her from her Instagram videos that start, I'm going to keep it black and I'm going to keep it brief. And she has, mm-hmm. you know, the teacup and she's in the parking lot. She's giving us the tea on the things, right? So she came and sat down with us. Uh, you can also remember, you can get In Amanda We Trust, my political comedy documentary at inamandawetrust.com. Now the the time span where you could have gotten it just as a singular item has passed. If you slept on it or you didn't get that paycheck in time, it has passed, but you can just pay five <laughs> extra dollars and get you a Patreon membership. All right. And then, you know, you feel like, dang, I, I gave, I, I really helped out even more. So make sure you look out for that. All right. Uh, what else is going on? Well, we're going to get Black Your News going on when we get back. So uh, keep it locked right here. And uh, oh, you know what I want to say? Shout out to D.C. I did a screening for In Amanda We Trust in D.C. Mm-hmm. last week. And it was great. People came out. They had a great time. And I just want to shout out everybody who came through. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, y'all. This is 
Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Call me Amanda Deuce Seals because your girl, your girl was at the U.S. Open. So, okay, this is how it went down. I was already going to be in New York because I was going to be doing press for In Amanda We Trust. And my agent let me know that um, Heineken was like, oh, if you have any clients that are in New York, like we would love to have them come and be in our box at the U.S. Open. And so I just happened to like, it's just crazy how things just fall into place. So I just happened to be able to go. My homeboy, Brandon Victor Dixon, joined me. And we, so it was actually cool because he's been there before. So he was able, it it was like Aladdin and Jasmine. Like, like he was like, and now we make a left turn and look, (laughs) like, so like we would be like going around corners and he'd be like, get ready, get ready. (sighs) I'm screaming. Because it really is like a fascinating space. I mean, it's a whole village that they create for this sporting event. And I don't know that I've ever really been to anything like this where you come in and like, I thought, okay, we're going to go and like watch a match. Like when you go to a basketball right. game, you go in the stadium, mm-hmm. you may stop at like the merch or you may stop at like the concessions, but you dare right. to see the game. Child. No, like you could go watch the match or you can do like a full shopping spree because they have all like special, like U S open stores. Like they have a whole pole nice store. It's just the U S open. Um, they have like real food. And like <laughs> pop up, like pop up Italy and like things like this. Like they have so like, no funnel um, cakes and footlongs. Nah, none of that. that. No, no, this is for classy. This is for the classy. This is for the classy. Uh, what else they had? They had like, you know, like exhibits and you know, like they had like a whole Althea Gibson statue. I mean, it was honestly just some something that I want to make a part of my like annual life. Like this so needs this to be like part of my life. This is like the Met Gala of sports at this point. So we go and we watch like, this match, uh, it was a quarterfinal match between Machova, who ended up going up against Coco Goff in the final. But it was her and this other uh, white woman. And we were just like, OK, like tennis. Yeah, tennis. So we were about to head out. And then Tiafo and Ben were playing. And I was like, oh, wait, hold up. Wait. And I was very just... <laughs> Y'all, they are hitting this ball so fast. <laughs> like, I mean, I take tennis lessons, but it was bonkers. It was like the first time I saw Kobe in person and it was like, oh, <laughs> okay, I get it. Like, you're different. Um, so it was really fascinating. We didn't end up staying the whole time because it was like this match didn't even start until like 930. Uh, mm. But like, shout out to Retta who was there. Meek Mill was there. He said he's trying to balance his ghetto. Because <laughs> I was like, I see you. He was like, yeah, it's hot. I got to go. <laughs> so. What is the energy like at, at a tennis match? Like, you know, like at football games, it's rowdy. I feel like tennis is very like sophisticated though. It's like we're watching a tennis match. You know what it is? It's not sophisticated. It's respectful. Mm, so okay. it's respectful of the match. It's not stuffy. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I know that may- maybe in other places, maybe at Wimbledon or Roland, you know, Roland Garros uh, for the French uh-huh. Open, maybe those are, but I know at this it wasn't stuffy. It was just respectful. And everybody's into the match. Okay. So like people are, you know, applauding incredible points and, you know, nobody is like being like when, when there's something to applaud, but you let the players focus. Whereas um, in football games, like we're really spectators that act as if the football player, like the football <laughs> players aren't even like hearing us. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you're, you're, you're in the stands doing whatever you do and they're down there doing whatever they do. But the mm-hmm. proximity is so close that like you you really wouldn't be able to do that 
But Coco Golf really had the, the crowd on her side. And we're going to talk about Coco when we get back because, baby, she turned up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I just came back from the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> I make it sound like I went like for, for the whole thing, but I went for literally five hours. <laughs> I mean, listen, I've never been. I'm 42 going to my first U.S. Open. I lived in New York for many years and I never went. So just saying. Um, I did not get to see Coco Golf play, but... Did you see her at all, us, like walking around or anything? They had a cutout of her that I did take a photo with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Close enough. Um, but I think it's really dope just to see like we're watching her meteoric rise like right now. Mm-hmm. And she was not playing with y'all when she did her acceptance speech for winning this match. Honestly, thank you to the people who didn't believe in me. I mean, like a month ago, I won a 500 title and people said I would stop at that. Uh, two weeks ago, I won a thousand title and people were saying that was the biggest it was gonna get. Um, so three, like, three weeks later, I'm here with this trophy right now. Um, so the... T- <laughs> with grace and I've been doing my best so honestly to those who thought were who those who thought who were putting water on my fire you're really adding gas to it and now I'm really burning so bright right now it's giving like y'all I'm really trying to be cute I'm really trying to keep it cute (laughs) but don't don't try me and we saw we saw when that judge tried it well not the judge the uh the line umpire Mm -hmm. The chair umpire, the chair umpire, you know, try, was trying her, and she she said, "Like, come, what are you doing?" <laughs> she from Atlanta. She from Atlanta. Okay, she from Atlanta. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> she wasn't here for play, uh, she, but she was there to play. She becomes the youngest uh, since um, she ties for the youngest since Serena Williams to win the U.S. Open. This is incredible that she she has so much of a career ahead of her already mm-hmm. um, for her to reach this point. And uh, she left the court when she won to go find her her father. And I'm going to talk about that in our big up later on. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, if you watch the match, if you, you know, felt the feels and you want to share them with somebody who's going to understand, give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
it's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Hey y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals and it is time for your Big Up, Big Up Letdown. Okay, so we just finished talking about Coco winning the Grand Slam, the U.S. Open, and today's big up, big up. goes to her security. Security. Listen, this was not top flight security of the world, Craig. Okay? Because <laughs> I got to give them the big up because Coco left the court when she won and she went immediately into the stands to try and find her parents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like they're not sitting like right at the bottom. So she had right. to remember when Shikari won uh, the the U.S. Uh, Olympic trials and she like mm-hmm. ran up into the to stands the... to find her grandma. But it was right. like, damn, like she's still running. Like, <laughs> like it was like, where, where, where did you your parents at? Like, why did they her? So same with Coco. Like she had to literally it was like, are you using GPS? Um <laughs> So on that route, though, like security, I mean, they just like they cut a path. Like when I tell you they was Moses for this young lady, got her through. She finds her dad. She's hugging her dad like it's an embrace. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there's tears on both sides. And then you just see someone try to run up what? and get done up <laughs> like Someone tried to run up to, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Cause honestly, it's like, unless your family, like this is clearly obviously a moment, but uh-huh. when I tell you security clothesline that person so quick, like I know they neck. Uh, was it like melted. a fan run up or like a crazy run? Up? Yes. Okay. Who can tell? Who, that's, who, that's you know true. what I'm saying? Like who, who can even tell in that, in that time. But I want to shout out and give a big up to her security because they also just allowed her to relish that moment and to share mm-hmm. that moment uh, without interruptions. Even though I know everyone's excited, you know, I get it. But sometimes it's like, you know, let let people have their personal people moment, right? Mm-hmm. And then have a fan moment. So big up to Coco security. Big up, big up. Now the let down. Let down. Goes to the brothers who did not feel like they needed to secure anybody. When a sister was hit in the face with a brick after a man refused, I mean, after she refused to give a man her phone number in Houston. Now, Crazy. most people probably only saw the video of her in the hospital with her face swole up on the side. Um, but she also had a video of her on the scene, like with her camera, like y'all, mm-hmm. like, look, somebody just hit me in the face with a brick. Like, and then she turned to the dudes that were standing there and like, y'all didn't say nothing. Like, y'all couldn't do nothing. And they was like, what was we supposed to do? Sad. So I'm looking in the comments and so many men in the comments were like, why would you expect a man to risk his life for you when you're a stranger? Or if a man is going to hit you with a brick, then clearly he's somebody to be like cautious of. So why would anybody step to him, et cetera? And I think for me, Jeremiah, and all of y'all listening, like, no one is asking you to like fight the person, right? Mm-hmm. Like if he was repeatedly hitting her with a brick, I would absolutely expect people to like intervene, right? <laughs> right, right. But like if someone hits you with a brick and keeps it moving, like I like it's it's absolutely terrible that they hit her with the brick. But like, what do you do at that point? But I think at the very least, what you do is you bring aid to her, mm-hmm. right? Like you surround her, you support her, you ask her, are you okay? There was none of that. None of that. And you know, I saw people in the comments saying, well, this seems like only half the story. (laughs) 
That's why y'all got the internet. These folks ain't ain't never on the right side of history. <laughs> These half folks. the story. What? What? And someone was like, "What would the half of the story need to be <laughs> for her to have deserved to get hit with the brick if she didn't present any physical violence?" So that is today's Big Up Letdown. Shout out to the brothers who were paid to secure and actually did and how shout out and let down to the brothers that were not paid and therefore were like, F you, uh, you know, hit the bricks. It's just a doozy. Anyway, it's the Amanda Seal Show, 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. Let's listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. I have not been to the club in a very long time. Um, you got to get out there. Put your freaking dress on, as they say. So <laughs> I had texted Meek when they, like, he like came up on the screen at the U.S. Open. And I texted okay. him. I was like, oh, like you're here. And he was like, I just, I, I'm about to leave because it's, it's so hot. And I was like, well, this is where I'm at. And we've never met in person. So I was like, well, I'm at this place in the, in the arena. Like, come say mm-hmm. hi. So... Uh, by the time he got that, he sent me a picture of his car, <laughs> like oh, the, okay. the dash, the dashboard <laughs> in the car. Cause he was out. Um, but he was like, I'm in, a, I'm in New York. Like, come out. I can't, I can't come out <laughs> unless come out means like, come to this restaurant where we are like gathered. And you know, there's, there's a, there's a group of us that are eating a meal together. Like that's different, but like come out I mean, sounds like the club. They serve wings at the at the strip club. Get a wing. Okay. A burger. Some fries. Oh, strip clubs in New York. That's not even a conversation. That's not even a conversation. Uh, let's go to the phone line. <laughs> Somebody got something to say about the club. One eight five five eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. What's up? Hey, Amanda. My name is Donnie. I'm from Houston, Texas. I just wanted to comment on the bottle wars. From oh. what I was told, yes. that the reason that they pulled the alcohol out is because. The clubs usually use their alcohol over. So if you pay so much money for that bottle, why not pour it out and make them spend their money versus putting more money in their pocket to reuse alcohol? That's all. Have a good day. Not their reason bottles. So basically, this must have... Okay, so see, this is context that we were never given. So... I thought the bottle wars was just like, we're just doing this throughout the night. But I guess it's like, it's the end of the night. This is Uh unused liquor. Can you not? I just can't take the bottle with you. You can't leave it after. I mean, people figure out all types of stuff. Because somebody pouring it out and wasting it is just like, we spent 300 for this bottle. (laughs) Yeah, but think about it. That's liquor that they're saying Uh was already like left over. So some people be taking the bottle to the head. Yeah. So that may have had backwash. Yeah. Stay at the club, yeah. And that's really that's really what it is. <laughs> Drink at home. <laughs> there you have it. One eight five five man eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Well, some people who should be able to be at home comfortable, but now got to be concerned are the sixty one people indicted on racketeering charges in Georgia. No, no, not not for the Trump stuff. These are folks mm-hmm. that are being charged for protesting the cop city development. Now, I don't know yet if Fonnie Willis was a part, is a part of this. I mean, she's, you know, DA. Um, but these are RICO cases. And it makes you wonder, like, how far are we going with these RICO cases? But we're going to talk about this because this feels unconstitutional. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. We also got my Small Doses segment coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thanks for listening. Uh, Monday, it is Monday, September 11th. Remember, we must always pay reverence to those who lost their lives on September 11th and after, and the, and, and the people who like continue to suffer, you know, from mm-hmm. um, respiratory illnesses and, you know, just oh, yeah. injuries and also PTSD and those who lost loved ones. It's one of those tragedies that really just impacted the world and, um, Mm-hmm. It was on this day back in 2001 that Al Qaeda hijacked four planes. I think some people also don't they don't realize that it was it was not just the two planes that hit the World Trade. There was also right. the plane that hit the Pentagon, but then there was also a plane that crashed into a field in Pennsylvania. Over mm-hmm. 3,000 people were killed, and uh, it is a day that lives on in infamy. All right, so we always got to show we always got to throw prayers up for that. We always got to throw prayers up. Um, next up, what do we got? Um, we got some black news today. We're going to talk about a Georgia grand jury that has indicted 61 people on racketeering charges connected to the protest to block the building of Cop City in Atlanta. Also, what rapper totally disrespected legendary Big Daddy Kane? Also, we got our small doses segment, Amanda. We got to talk about your latest episode, Side Effects of Parking Lot Pimping with Lene Vene. You know, this, this, this racketeering case is going to be quite an interesting thing to discuss. So we're going to get into that. Looking forward to it. You know what to do. If you miss any of the show, you can always check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also follow us on social media at Seals Said It. It's time to listen, mm-hmm. laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Um, all right, so let's get into some black news. So Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr is who announced this, this indictment last week. And, you know, the, the problem with this for me is ultimately that if we're going to do RICO charges with organized crime, how are we calling it organized crime when people are protesting and we have an amend- a First Amendment right to protest? Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. We have freedom of speech. Like, so how is that criminal? And it's criminal because we live in a country where even though 
protesters should be allowed to protest. Only certain protesters are considered criminal. Like we saw people during the pandemic standing outside of state Capitol buildings with guns, doing all of the protesting and acting a complete fool during a time where it was mandated to stay inside and to have, <laughs> and mm-hmm. have distance and to wear masks. But it was like, oh, but that's fine. They're protesting. We see the police protest not, I mean, protect Nazis when they protest. Literally, Charlottesville got to march with tiki torches and masks on their faces all the way to where they were going without interruption right. because they were given, quote unquote, the right to protest. Right. However, these people who are protesting something that has very clear adverse effects on community and environment are considered criminals. No. They're considered criminals because they were protesting cops. Period. End of story. Point blank. And the idea of the RICO is a RICO is basically that there are people that have been involved in a conspiracy to commit crime. That's what a RICO charge is. So this right. is really disheartening and it is really confounding. Um, and it seems unconstitutional. Um, so regardless of what happens, they are absolutely going to take this up to the Supreme Court. But as we know, Supreme Court, they shady as heck as well. So I think a lot of times with these types of things, they're just doing it to harass the people. They just want to put them through the ringer and mm-hmm. they're weaponizing the law. And that is what particularly Republicans are very good at doing. And that's why it's also ironic when they're like crying wolf about Donald Trump being indicted and saying mm-hmm. that the law is being weaponized against him. <laughs> they flipping the script on you right now with these, with these uh, indictments. You're from Atlanta. Is have you heard about anybody talking about this on the ground? Um, not like obviously not like um who are like directly in, with like the protests, but definitely just the idea that they're trying to invoke this um copy that's not um needed. Like you know, like we said, like there's already so much police in in Atlanta. Like you don't need a whole other facility to, to practice um practice um policing. You are in a city practicing policing every day as a officer. So what do you need a whole Touché. extra facility for? Right. Like you're already doing the real thing. Why, mm-hmm. why do you need a playground? Exactly. And that's too, like people consider this to be a, a big playground for police at this point. Ugh, because it's a game to them. Mm-hmm. And there you have it. Let me know what you think about it. 1-855-MAN-8. It's 1-855-262-6328. They playing around and somebody was trying to play around with Big Daddy Kane, a man who's literally got a song called Raw. That ain't the one. The B-I-G-D-A-D-D by K-N-E is not the one. We'll talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for some more Black Hero News. And I'm not... <laughs> this story is weird to me, y'all. <laughs> so, first of all, just a side note, UK rappers is like a different thing to me. Mm-hmm. I call it accent rap because... <laughs> okay. It just sounds like sounds. Like, I know the same words, but it sounds like sounds. Like it's just what, like, their, what, their, their cadence. Yes, because what, 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 there is one guy named Central C. I kind of like him. I like him because he sounds like a different, like a different genre of rap versus like we're British trying to rap American. Got it. Like the whole vibe is different. Yes, because like British trying to rap American sounds crazy because the <laughs> accent doesn't allow for it. And so it sounds like Talib Kweli, who tries to put like 60, 50, 11 syllables in four beats. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway, UK rapper, come on, come on. Gonna have to go to America with this. Come on, she sly. <laughs> Stormed out 
on Big Daddy Kane's set while he was performing as a headliner at London's O2 Forum. So basically, this guy is a member of a British pop group known as Hijack. The name is fitting. He's basically like, I told y'all what we are. This is what we do. This man came out wearing a mask over his head and stood at the front of the stage while Big Daddy Kane was performing Raw. And then this happened. What the heck? You rock the disco I need the stage, Springboy. I need the stage. I need the stage, Springboy. That ain't my f- problem. Oh. So it was at this point that Big Daddy Kane started to come out of his jacket. Um, actually, by the way, that was not raw. That was set it off. But uh, he started to like come out. You know when? And when an O head comes out the jacket, you know that's saying like we're gonna fight. Right. Not because. And I don't. Th- and by the way, I don't think it's because they don't want to mess up the jacket. But I think it slows down time. Oh, just like to give you a moment to get yourself together. <laughs> because I remember when a boyfriend of mine, like this old head, like had called me a B.I. And he was like, I can't really allow that. And the old head spent a good five minutes trying to take his watch off. <laughs> and I wasn't there, but the ex uh, told me that he kept telling him like, this ain't gonna work, oh head. Like, this is not what you want. Like, you keep, you're trying to take this watch off and you're taking so long because you don't really want to do this. Um, nonetheless, apparently the guy, like, their group, I guess, was late. And so he got bumped. So this is how he decided to show his displeasure. <laughs> but, uh... It ain't work. I just, it ain't I work. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it other than, like, this was not... Cool. He said, uh, he put out a, a statement after and said, as per usual, DJs and promoters disrespected the UK side of culture by not letting them perform. So he walked out on Kane's set and they didn't like it. Yeah, that's not how that went. And at the end of the day, like, it still wasn't your place to do that on you on Big Daddy Kane's set. He's a legend. He's an icon. Right. He ain't even in Sit it. it. He's like, I'm performing my song. <laughs> Sit it out. But this actually kicks off our group chat question for the week. Well, the question is, are Americans getting ruder? You know, have we lost respect since the pandemic? You know, concert goers, they throwing stuff at people on stage. Artists are walking on stage during people's um, sets. People are taking, talking on cell phones during movies. All types of stuff is happening, Amanda. So the question is, do y'all think that, you know, Americans in general are becoming more rude as the days go on? Call us up. You know, 1-855-Amanda-8. 1-855-262-6328. We're going to talk about my latest episode of Small Loses Podcast when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, 
and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, this week on Small Doses Podcast, we decided facts of parking lot pimping with Lene Vinny. Take a listen. Mm-hmm. People be asking me for pictures, man. And I guess I look fine. I mean, whatever. But I'm like, take the first opportunity to be like, girl, one girl, I ain't put on no concealer. And this one lady, I was having a good time on the couch with my friends laughing. And she said, I see past all your pain in this post. You've been crying. You haven't gotten any rest. You have three nails that have been popped off. And just look at black women pushing through. I hate people so much. Girl, I don't have on concealer. I didn't have the decency to put my nails back on. Please. And I'm probably missing one now. And I'm trying no, to No, I hear it. you. I hear you. Because also, people think that their, like, attention to detail is an exemplification of, like, their love for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but really keep it to yourself. Yes. Because I definitely had someone recently look at a picture and be like, hey, sis, love the sandals. But also, the bunion that's forming on your left foot is something wow. that you should start dealing with right now. Because wow. Because bunion surgery. <laughs> can be incredible. <laughs> Leave me alone! Bunion surgery is crazy. <laughs> y'all, y'all be doing too much. <laughs> they trying to help. They said they see through They see through the pain in the non-concealer. <laughs> they you know, Lene is an actual, like, influencer influencer mm-hmm. where, so I feel like, you know, she, like, her come up has been through the internet. So I'm sure she gets it right. even more because her generation is also like that's part mm-hmm. of the the vibe is like I'm gonna call out something. I, I'm always like looking in the background of my pictures now or videos now because like people will like not even be hearing what you're saying and then be like, why you ain't put your clothes away? <laughs> they do. They <laughs> especially like I'm like uh. Like you go to like the TikTok comments. There's always that one comment that's, that sometimes you be thinking in your head. Which like, I'm not gonna comment it. This is somebody else commenting. <laughs> you like see? So I was the only person looking at the clothes in the background. Okay, it wasn't just me. <sighs> you know, what I mean, it sometimes it be you know, I'll tell you, but I'll tell you when it does throw me. When people have like kid videos, like the videos mm-hmm. of their kid and their house ain't clean. I'm like, clean the house for this baby, please. Clean the house for yourself at least. If you can't do it for the baby, do it for yourself. The flow clean sticky. It. <laughs> Clean it. Oof, Lord. Well, shout out to Lene. I mean, we actually had a really dope conversation because she interviewed Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to talk about that and just kind of like what that experience was actually like versus what people think it was like. Um, right. We also got a chance to talk about, uh, you know, just like what it is to, to be an influencer and to be creating this content on a weekly basis. How does it impacted her life? And you know, she's a Spelman graduate. She's very smart and academic mm-hmm. and scholarly. And so it was also great to have a conversation with someone in her age group. You know, she's in her late 30s, I believe. Um, 20s. What did I say? 30s. <laughs> no, she is not in her late 30s. You're correct. She is not in her late 30s. That is not correct. In her late 20s, um, you know, to talk about, you know, just kind of what her mindset is on the status of things politically and sociopolitically. And uh, we even got into, you know, does she think there's going to be a civil rights movement? So it's mm-hmm. good to hear what the what the younger and what the youngers. She's not a young gin, but what the youngers 
are saying because we got to keep that bridge connected between the older and the younger generation. one 855 8 is the number, y'all. one 262 We're going to go to the phone lines when we get back. And you can check out the latest episode of Small Doses wherever you get your podcasts. And you can watch the visuals when they premiere, as they always do, tomorrow, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. The phone lines are always open. You can call us anytime, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who's on the line? I'm calling to comment on the question about what makes a person have this undying connection to people when they get locked up or when they're doing jail yes. time. And I think most of the time when it's not love, it's just this big value on loyalty and Having been somebody who talked about being loyal or having that have been a big pillar in your relationship, a jail bid is always the test of it. It's like, can you hold it down? You would have been with me if I was free. So being with me in this is the ultimate test of loyalty. And I feel like sometimes and a lot of the time, especially in the hood, loyalty comes before love. People will rank that over love. And I think it's supposed to be like a representation of how thorough or how valuable of a person you are, um, how loyal you are to the people that you love. And so I think that's what really wins out or like, motivates most people more than love when it comes to jail time thanks for the show you're awesome hey jeremiah like the bible keep doing what you guys do i listen all the time right appreciate you i mean i okay i get that 100 i get that right sometimes i think it's being exploited if that's the test of my loyalty i'm fair because i can't do it like because especially the thing where like if, uh, what she said if i was free you would have been with me right but you're not free so <laughs> what do we do <laughs> Well, you know what it is also? A lot of these relationships are looking for something unconditional mm-hmm. and love is conditional. Like I even mean, when you have a parent, even when you have a child, like, you know, that's your mother is where you get under your parents are unconditional love. Like mm-hmm. your partner, the love is conditional and the conditions vary depending on the person. Well, at the very least, we can't be in a relationship because you not here. It's like not even being funny. Like you are, you can't, we can't be like together because you yeah, but did those are your conditions. You know I what I'm saying? For some people, yeah. for some people, like, like I can say for me, I feel like I trained myself early on to require very little from a partner. Okay. And, you know, and I, I mean, therapy can t- t- has told me exactly why that is, which I'm not going to say here, but it's just like, I required, I just require very little. And then you can it's almost like there's more opportunity for options mm-hmm. <laughs> because you require very little. So I think for a lot of women though, that is kind of like the par for the course. So like, I may not even need to physically see you or be with you. Just knowing that I am your person is enough mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Like it can be. If they like it, I love it. <laughs> it can be, man. I mean, as I've, come into my healing and become a lot more just aware of things I feel like I've become a lot more conscious of the fact that like no like you can ask for more Mm -hmm. you know and uh, you can ask for what you give (laughs) that's sure that's at the very minimum so I see you in that because it's like well I'm free I'm free like (laughs) 
You don't have to but pay you know the, the other part of this is though. You know what the other part of this is though? Part of the loyalty is also like, were you benefiting off of the crimes that I committed to get me in here? Okay, now that's is that a, that's that a group check part three? <laughs> Listen, that's a that's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Because like you you know forget the whole you would be with me if I was out, but it's like you was with me when I was spending that money on you. The Birkin bags. So like, are you not now that I'm like paying the price, paying the repercussions, like the re- the repercussions of that, you you ain't you ain't around. I think that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the we're, getting, we're getting to the bottom of it. We're getting to the bottom mm-hmm. of it. We're getting to the bottom of it. One eight five five man eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Keep it like Amanda Seal show ain't going nowhere. Not quite yet. Listen, laugh and learn, y'all. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. We. What's up, y'all? What's up? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn because y'all know what time it is. It's time for the word of the day. Okay. I've never heard this word before. So I'm... Okay. I'll be very surprised if you have either because it feels like an old word. It's a noun. The mm-hmm. word is bellwether. <laughs> I have not heard this word, bellwether. Um, this is me. So bellwether, let's see. Well, there's such thing as bellhops, and bellhops are people who help you with your luggage at oh, the wow. hotel. Okay. So maybe a bellwether is someone who helps you with the weather. They're a meteorologist. <laughs> 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 with the person. Honestly, that may have been my favorite uh, stream of consciousness that you've gone through. Okay. Um, okay. That is actually incorrect. Of course. Okay. A bellwether refers to someone or something that leads others or shows what will happen in the future. In other words, mm. a leader or a trendsetter. Some might say that I am a bellwether in the fact that I be knowing. So there's that. What do we got coming up this hour? You're you're a bellwether because you're going to tell us what we have coming up this hour. <laughs> I am. Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. Also, 60-second headlines, in case you missed it. And we got the big up let down. All of that. All of that coming up right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, follow us on social media at Seals Said It. You can also uh, give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our group chat topic of the week is, has America gotten more rude? You know, people are throwing objects at concerts. People are... Karening all over the place. Not not to be confused with caroling. Karening <laughs> all over the place. And um, it just feels like... On the, the planes. The, the, and, whew, the planes um, uh, is a, a UFC fight match. <laughs> is it America or is it us? Or is it me? Hmm. 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. That's our group chat topic of the week. We'd love to get your calls. We're going to be talking about that on Thursday. All right. We're going to talk about uh, these politicians. New York... We're talking about Eric Adams. We got a lot of Jersey folks listening right now. Y'all close. So I'm, I'm sure you know about this fool. We'll get back to it when we get back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And it is time for... Politicians, Politicians say the darndest darn thing. 
All right, Amanda. Today, we got that man from New York, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, because he went viral for his recent comments at a town hall meeting about migrants in his city. He had this to say. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just getting Venezuela. Now we're getting Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're gonna come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We got a $12 billion deficit that we're going to have to cut. Can somebody cut him? Cut his mic. <laughs> this is He's a amazing. city that was literally built on immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like, give us your poor, give us your hungry. Remember that? That whole... Friends go take their statue back. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what, what are we talking about? about um where do i start you know ellis island did not see this on their 2023 bingo card (laughs) so the migrants that are coming to new york are coming via desantis and governor abbott Mm -hmm. you know it's like he he's speaking as if they're coming from nowhere he's speaking as if they're just like walking across america to to new york right they're being bussed they're being bussed there. Mm-hmm. So why are we not addressing that issue? Why are you acting as if it's the migrants issue? I think that's easier to just be like, I think in this political landscape, it's easier to just make it about like migrants are bad. You're tearing up the city versus actually being like saying like we need more aid. I, we want to help these people. We need more aid and making it about actually helping people versus like this whole political theater. But the reason why it's so confusing to me is because he's supposed to be a Democrat, but he definitely operates as a Republican. And really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I thought he was, but it, it wasn't given liberal. That's what maybe. So. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Exactly. And this is not the first time. He's also a former cop. So yeah, it's not, he's not giving. It's not giving a liberal. It's definitely not giving progressive. <laughs> but it definitely sounds to me like somebody who is Republican. I mean, remember mm-hmm. his response to the killing of Jordan Neely. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he has this weird, like, purist view of New York as some type of, like, pristine place. Like, this is not Nantucket. <laughs> it's New York City. You know, it's not to say that it should be grime and grit, you know, but mm-hmm. it, it absolutely is a place that should be welcoming to folks just by nature of its cosmopolitanness. Right. You know, it is a melting pot. And if any city should be able to manage different ethnicities and different groups and cultures, maybe it's New York. So he needs to cut it out and cut the mic off. Put on my New York accent for all of you. All All right. I should have had MT Checkerhole come on here to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a mess. It's a mess. But that's politicians. They be saying the darndest things. About to head on out. Head on out. Head on out. It's... The Amanda Seal Show. We're about to head on out. If you didn't get that from my little song that I just sang, about to head on out. Um, we covered a lot of stories today. We covered a lot of stories. 
We talked about President Joe Biden and a lot of his accomplishments. Some people feel like he's boring. He can't be boring in a re-election. But we kind of reminded y'all, like, sometimes boring is good, especially when you're the president. Just just be Maybe boring. Maybe not for Mariah the, the Scientist. Right? Maybe not for Mariah the Scientist. She's like, like a, a young thug. Little Rico. <laughs> Um, also, we gave a big shout out to Coco Golf for her big win. Shout out to Atlanta. Also, speaking of Atlanta, a Georgia grand jury indicted 61 people on racketeering charges and their connections to protesting um, the cop city going down to Atlanta. So go back and definitely check that out. We talked about it um, during Black Red News. And if you missed anything, be sure to check out the podcast. Like I said, it's available wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast. Also available wherever you get your podcast. And the... Uh Visuals premiere tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. Also, I mm-hmm. think I'm going to start. Um, so I already have my vlog series, Amanda on the Move. But I think I'm going to do like a special series within Amanda on the Move called Amanda on the Move Single Files. Because there's just like certain things that happen when you're single that need to be like addressed. <laughs> like not just addressed, but they documented for instance like i got the new bed this weekend but i also mm-hmm. had to disassemble the previous bed oh yeah and there was nobody there to do that i mean i guess i could have gotten a task rabbit or whatever but nah i said nah i'm gonna do it i had to disassemble the previous bed i had to flip up the mattress you know so sometimes you're just like how are you gonna do that but um i've 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 been by myself before so i have my ways and i figure you know what let me share my ways with you all <laughs> so look out for that i have a whole I mapped out a whole series of episodes and uh, I think it could be cool. So I'll let y'all know when those start airing. All right. Coming up on Tuesday's show, we're going to have all your black news. Tiffany Haddish is speaking out on the writer's strike. Also, Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, she says she's ready to be commander in chief. And <laughs> she ready. I think most people are just like, why were you dancing like that? to vibrant thing. <laughs> But we'll we'll see. We also got how black do you feel? The big up let down. And I'm gonna do an Amanda in the comments because y'all was really wild in these comments this weekend. We got all that coming up on Tuesday's Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.